attract qualified clients and convert those clients on sales calls, when are you ever going to actually have time to, to share the thing that you've been creating for all these months? It's a capacity question. Like the business model that you decide while you're still working your nine to five really needs to be dependent on what your capacity is to be able to serve and show up in your business. And two clients can do it. Three clients for some of you guys is enough to replace what your paycheck is. Great day, great day. You are listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast. Episode 84. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. You probably chose to tune in today because you have a burning desire. You have had this idea of starting a coaching business and creating consistent revenue, but there's a gap. Something's missing. You are ready to raise your rates, but you lack the confidence with being able to attract an audience of high-end clients and sell them on your offer. That's why this episode today is brought to you by my signature program, Newly Enhanced Services That Sell. If you've been thinking about turning the skills that you currently have into a high-ticket, four-figure service that you can sell consistently, I encourage you to sign up for my free crash course training at jerishahawk.com backslash raise your rates. I'll make sure that you know everything that you need to not just deliver your services and help your clients get amazing results, but how to actually attract those types of clients and sell them consistently using very simple foundational sales strategies. This method has been developed specifically for those who don't have a large audience and who don't want to spend thousands of dollars trying to get complicated funnels to actually work. This is your time to gain the clarity that you crave to confidently sell your services online. Do not waste another minute. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash raise your rates today. Register for the next training and finally get an efficient plan that you can follow and implement so you can start selling your services. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash raise your rates now. I'm so glad that you're tuning in to this episode right now because we're going to be talking about what's really required to replace your paycheck with your side hustle. So if you have a side hustle and you've ever desired, thought about, dreamed of, whatever in regards to, okay, how can I get my side hustle to replace my full-time salary? Or how can I make a healthy four figures, multiple four figures a month with my side hustle? And what's really required to actually make that happen? So if that's something that you've ever thought about or if you're interested in, keep listening. I am a high-ticket sales coach and I specialize in helping experts package up their skill set, raise their rates, and introduce a high-ticket offer in their service suite. And I want us to have this conversation. I was over on my Instagram stories over the past like day or two, um, having some really healthy conversations with a few of you, maybe you, in regards to what's really required to be able to replace your full-time income with your side hustle and how you have to show up, 
what really like what's really required to make that happen. So I wanted to talk about that in a little bit more in depth. But the first thing I think is kind of important for me to get a gauge on is what is your goal with your side hustle? Now, I think that's probably one of the first things you have to ask yourself when you decide to actually create a business. I think a lot of the time people are like, well, I have this passion. I'm really good at this thing. I should go make it a business. And just because you have a, maybe you're good at something or something that you're doing right now is a hobby or there's something that you're doing that you may be giving away for free doesn't always mean that it's best suited to be packaged into a business idea. So that's like the first thing that's really important for you to think of. Like, are you here just to like hustle up and make a little bit of money on the side? Or are you actually trying to build a business? So it's probably one of the first questions that you have to kind of ask yourself and make a decision on when it comes to you, you know, starting into this entrepreneurial world. And that really will then dictate what type of business model you decide on, what offers you decide to sell, what your price points need to be. Like making that initial decision will then dictate a lot of decisions that come after. So probably one of the first questions that I really invite you and encourage you to make a decision on is, am I trying to hustle up some money? Like, you know, do I just want to be able to hustle make a little bit of extra money on the side, or am I actually trying to build a business? Like, am I trying to build something that is going to be sustainable long-term, that is going to have longevity? Like, do I, and I think that's a really honest conversation that you have to have with yourself before we can talk about anything else. So that's the first question is, and there's no shade either way. Like, if you want to be out here hustling, ain't no shade in hustling. You know, when I was working full-time, when I started my first business when I was in college, um, I was in my senior year getting my civil engineering degree and I needed, to, I needed a hustle. Like I needed to have a hustle that I'd be able to make a little bit of extra money on the side when needed or when necessary. But like there was no desire for it to be like this thing that my livelihood would depend on, that my rent would depend on, that my mortgage would depend on, that my car note, well, I never had a car note, but like that my actual livelihood expenses would depend on. It was just like, I need a little bit of extra money to cover these expenses. I got to do what I got to do. But then when I was working full time as an engineer, you know, my idea of a business started as a hustle, right? You know, it was like, I, it was more of a passion than anything else. It wasn't really money driven. Um, I was like a year and a half into my corporate career, loving my life, having a great salary, making great money. Life was good. But I was like, people keep asking me for help around this thing. I want to be of service. And for the probably the first like nine months, I was being of service, barely, you know, not really making any money, completely undercharging. And then I had to make a very conscious decision, which is the question that I'm asking you is, is this going to be a hustle that's, you know, kind of entertained more like a hobby? You kind of do it when you have the time, um, you do it when you have the resources, like you might buy some nice equipment or invest a little bit here and there, but like, we're not going all out. Or do you want this to be an actual business? Like something that can replace your, your full-time income, something that can you know, be the thing that like that your rent or your mortgage is now dependent on. And I'm spending some time there because I want to give you guys some background and some color that, you know, it may start as a hustle, but then later on, you may decide that I want this to be a business. But that's the first question that you really have to answer for yourself is, am I running a, is this a hobby or a hustle or do I want this to actually be a legitimate business? Once you decide that like, okay, no, even though it's my side hustle, it's the thing that I'm doing part time. I want this eventually um, you know, I want this to be an actual business, whether or not you quit your job or whether or not you, whether or not you choose to leave your place of employment doesn't really matter. I think it's really more important because 
how you make decisions, how you prioritize, how you allocate resources will be very different if you're invested in hustling more so as a hobby versus if you're out, you know, prioritizing that to I'm trying to build a business that's going to have longevity, have sustainability, be viable three years from now. Okay. Does that make sense for everybody? Like throw some hearts up on the screen. Give me a thumbs up if that's at least resonating so far, because I want to make sure that we're good on that. I think that's probably one of the most important decisions that you will make as a business owner is making a very conscious decision on, is this a hustle or is this a business? Once you make a decision to say, okay, this is actually going to be a business, we got to start talking about numbers because whatever, depending on what your revenue goals are or whether where your income is and where you want your income to be, that will very much dictate what type of business model you need to focus on right now. The thing that I see where people go wrong a lot is they pick a business model that does not align with the current capacity they have available and it does not align with what their income goals are. And here's an example of that. So first question that I asked over on my Instagram stories yesterday was how much money do you actually need to replace your job? Like how much money do you need to replace your paycheck? And I think this is a really important thing to think about because a lot of the time, even coaches do this, other coaches do this, is when they start talking to their students about what are your income goals? What do you dream of? People start throwing out, like pulling numbers out of their ass and I'm going to call it what it is. It's like, I want to make $10,000 a month. I want to make $30,000 a month. I want to make $50,000 a month. Having no real concept around that dollar amount. And also people will say, you know, I want to make $20,000 a month where it's like you have, which is not a bad goal to have. I'm not saying it's not a bad goal to have, but I'm saying when you set that as your initial target, it can be how do I say this? Like it can be misleading in regards to what's required to actually make that happen. Maybe let me put it that way. You know, when I know when I first started, you know, when I made a conscious decision to say, Hey, I want to build my business. I had always told myself that I have to make $20,000 a month before I could ever consider quitting my job. And then I had to really think like, I don't even make $20,000 a month in my job. So why do I have to make $20,000 a month? take home before I'm ready to quit my job. That is a form of self-sabotage. And hear me on that is because sometimes we will set goals that are so far beyond our, our realm of belief of what's possible that we will set this target that we subconsciously know that we don't know how to get to or that we can't get to. And then that, that is a form of self-sabotage to be like, well, I didn't make 20 grand a month. So guess my business was a failure. Oh, I didn't make $20,000 a month. So I guess I'm not really cut out for this. Like it's a form of self-sabotage and we have to be able to like catch that. But the first income goal that I think is important for us to achieve is how much money are you making right now from your job or how much money were you making? You know, maybe you already quit your job and you're full time in your business. What was your previous place of employment? What was your monthly income? And I think that's a really good target to initially set because the quicker that you can be in a position where your side hustle has now matched what your current lifestyle is, you're, you're in a very powerful position. And what I mean by that is I think the most freeing thing when it comes to having a side hustle, choosing to run your own business is freedom of choice. People always say, I want financial freedom or I want freedom. But I think the most important the level of freedom that you get is freedom of choice, where you can make decisions on how you live your life, where you live your life, you know, how you spend your time, not based off of how much money is in your bank account or not dictated or determined by what your boss tells you you're allowed to earn. 
but more so dictated into like I really think that's true freedom. That freedom where I get to choose whether or not I keep this job. I'm not here because I feel like I have to be here. I'm not here because I feel like I, there's no other way. I'm here because I choose to be here. I like to be here. But honey, at any moment I can bounce. Why? Because I have options. Like I think that's the best, like that's the most freeing form of, of freedom is options, is choice. So I think the first thing that is important for you to do as a side hustler or if you're still in your side hustle is determine how much money do I need to make in order to replace what my current income is. Because again, if you can replace your current income, then you're in a position of choice where then now your job is just your biggest client, but then your side hustle can be also like that second, you've now, that second client is now, okay, we're neck and neck. Who do I want to keep working with? And now you're in, you're really in a space of freedom. So I think that's really important is like set, you can still set your, your big audacious, hairy, scary, whatever goal of 10,000 a month, 30,000 a month, a hundred thousand a month or whatever. But your first revenue target should be what is my current nine to five paycheck paying me on a monthly basis. So I would, you know, and I know talking about numbers can be a bit uncomfortable, but like until you get comfortable talking about the numbers and sharing the numbers, you will never be able to create a plan that allows you to achieve your goal. So this is like business is all down to dollars and cents at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen. So the first thing is how much money do you need to make to replace what your paycheck is right now? And when I asked people on my timeline, I saw stuff like 5,000 a month, 1,500 a month. 4,000 a month, 3,500 a month, six grand a month, eight grand a month. That's tip, that was like the range of what I saw. I saw a lot of numbers somewhere between like 2,500 a month and like six grand a month. And there's, you know, maybe a little, a couple outliers outside of it. That's about the gist. But for the sake of argument for our discussion that we're going to have tonight, let's just say, and feel free if you're watching this live right now, like let me know how much money do you need to make to match what your current paycheck is. So that's the second thing you got to get clear on. And I don't mean what you make when you take that dollar amount home. I mean, what do you make before taxes? Because in business, you're still going to have taxes that you have to pay. And this is why I say, are you running a side hustle or are you running a business? Because there's too many people out here saying, I'm an entrepreneur, but they duck and dodge in the IRS every year. And it's like, bro, sis, that's not cool. If you're going to run a legitimate business, let's run a legitimate business. Let's actually have enough revenue coming in where we can allocate for taxes. Let's actually have enough money coming in where we can allocate you paying yourself, right? There's so many people that I see that have business owners or that are business owners and they've never paid themselves. And like that to me is a hobby. That is not a business. Like what? So this, again, these questions are the things that you really need to be thinking about so you can determine which business model makes sense for you and what your offers need to be right now. Right. People, are, you know, and I think this is an important thing as you guys are typing in your dollar amounts right now is everybody's like, well, I want a business because I want freedom. You have to earn the freedom. We do. We do. We do. Guys, we live in America. It is what it is. You have to earn the freedom. You have to earn the power to be in a place where you get to choose certain things. And people will tell me, Jay, well, I want to have a passive income business where I'm selling digital products for forty seven dollars a month. And I want to have the laptop lifestyle. Have you earned the laptop lifestyle, sis? No, like you have to earn that level of freedom that you're desiring to have. Like you have to earn the right to be able to make these choices. And people be wanting to make ditty decisions. 
Where it's like, bro, you not you, you ain't Puff Daddy over here. You ain't done no work. You weren't with, you weren't even with you shooting in the gym. You ain't even been to the gym. Let's talk about that. Can we? So I think that's, and again, like this is the stuff that other marketers, business coaches may not tell you, but y'all know Jay. Y'all know the hot hustle. We keeps it 100 over here. 100. So you have to earn that level of choice. And they're like, and this is just what's required. I didn't say this is what you wanted to do or what you wanted the reality to be. This live stream is called what is required. This is what's required. Okay. You got to be with you shooting in the gym before you can decide whether or not you're going to buy the, the, the team. Okay. You can't be making diddy decisions, but you're not um, giving in diddy effort first and foremost. So I see numbers kind of somewhere between like three and five grand. I see what you guys are sharing online. So let's just say that your monthly goal is you need to make, you're making $4,000 a month in your job. So that's your number one income goal. How do you make $4,000 a month in your side hustle? Because then this gets you in a position where you can have choice to then decide and do what it is that you want to do. So once you know that I need to make $4,000 a month, these are some things that you now need to think about. What resources do I have available to me and what capacity currently exists? And the capacity question, I think, is really, really important, um, mainly because you want to pick a business model. Like, what's the simplest, the least path of resistance for you to be able to quickly get to a place where you have that freedom of choice? And this is why I'm such a huge advocate of selling high ticket, high ticket offers, selling offers that are $1,500, $2,000, $3,000 per client, mainly because if your goal is to make $4,000 a month, right? And let's say you have an offer that is $2,000 per client. You only need to convert two clients per month to be able to replace your full-time income. That changes the game. And it's realistic. And when I mean realistic, it means that you have capacity. Let me know if you're listening to this right now. Do you have capacity to work with two clients per month? The answer for everybody on here is yes. You have capacity to work with two clients per month. And the beautiful thing about working with, oh, if I only need to convert two clients per month, that still gives you capacity to actually do the marketing to attract those clients, have the sales calls to convert those clients, have the capacity to deliver the result that you are helping those clients achieve. And this is something else that I think is important for you to understand from like a CEO perspective. This is like, you know, I want, I don't want to just help you guys get the results. I want you to to become who it is that you need to become to sustain the results that we help you get, okay? And this is something that I think you need to use discretion on when you decide to double down on a different type of business model. A lot of times people say, well, Jay, I want to be selling courses that are like $47, $27, $97 a client. My question is, again, what is capacity? If you're spending all of your time creating the offer that you are eventually going to deliver, but you have no capacity to actually attract qualified clients and convert those clients on sales calls, when are you ever going to actually have time to, to share the thing that you've been creating for all these months? It's a capacity question. Like The business model that you decide while you're still working your nine to five really needs to be depend- dependent on what your capacity is to be able to serve and show up in your business. And... Two clients can do it. Three clients for some of you guys is enough to replace what your paycheck is. Let's say your offer is even $1,000, like $1,000 per client. Let's say, can you handle four clients per month at $1,000 per month? 
answer for most of you guys is yes. Like you have capacity to attract those clients, like create the content that's necessary to attract those clients, to have the sales conversations with probably eight people to then convert half of them, which is four, into, and then to deliver that service for those individuals. And that's totally obtainable. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk about automation and systems for a second. Seriously, isn't it about time that you stop manually doing everything in your business? If you're in the business of booking clients, there are certain tasks that you have to repeat often. Booking discovery calls, scheduling coaching sessions, and doing follow-up touch points. If you are repeating a task over and over again in your business, you should automate it. Acuity Scheduling is my favorite system, not just because they sponsored today's episode, but because they helped me automate all of those client interactions. With Acuity Scheduling, you'll never ask what time works for you again. Clients can quickly view your real-time availability, and it even integrates with your Google Calendar. And they can self-book their own appointments, reschedule with a click, and even pay online. You can even use Acuity Scheduling to book appointments on social media. You heard me right. With your Facebook business page or IG's booking button, your followers are literally just a click away from scheduling through your social media profile. Seriously. I could go on and on about how easy Acuity Scheduling makes it for me to keep up with my clients despite my busy schedule. But what's even better than me telling you is you seeing for yourself. For a limited time only, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free, no credit card required. Just go to acuityscheduling.com backslash hawkhustle to check it out for yourself. That's acuityscheduling.com backslash hustle for your free 45-day trial. Go get on it. So, you know, really you fall into two buckets determining. So this is another thing that you need to think about is what kind of business model makes sense based off the season of business that I'm in and based off the capacity that I have available. Do I want to do high ticket, but then I'm selling to low volume? And the beauty of selling high ticket, but to low volume means you don't need to have a bunch of people in your sphere. You do not need to grow a huge list. You do not need to have thousands of people watching your live stream videos. You don't need to have all of this attention or these like crazy amount of engagement because you only need to convert four people every month, not 40, not 400, four people every month. And versus if you, that's one business model, high ticket, low volume. Okay. The other type of business model um, for simplicity's sake is high volume. No, a low ticket, high volume. Meaning maybe you're selling something for $37 or 50 bucks or $90. Um, and I was talking to a young lady in my direct messages in Instagram because we were kind of going back and forth about this. And let me know if this resonates with any of you. She's like, I'm doing coaching. I charge $200 per client and they get like four coaching sessions. So I'm like, basically, you're making $50 per coaching session, right? 200 divided by four. She's like, yeah, I'm making $50 per coaching session. And I'm like, what is your revenue goal? My revenue goal is, you know, let's just say it's $4,000 a month. Somebody do the quick math on that. Like if your revenue goal is $4,000 a month and you're selling coaching for $50 per call, you have to have 80 sessions times $50 to make 4,000 bucks. Is anybody else kind of in that position or maybe has been in that position? 
And it's like just doing the math brings the brings to reality. Like, is that it, just do the math? Is that even obtainable? Can you do 80 coaching calls in a month? And even full time in your business, that's like exhausting. I don't even know if that's possible. 80 coaching calls per month at $50 per coaching call. That's that's what would be required to make $4,000 a month. And then exactly on a recurring monthly basis, that means that you would have to convert 80 new clients every single month to be able to hit that income goal. You would be running yourself ragged. You would be overwhelmed, burnt out, completely stressful, defeated. It's not even attainable. Like just logically from like how many hours are there in a day? Like how many hours are required for you to give effort towards attracting clients? How many hours are required for you to do sales calls and actually have the sales conversation and close those clients? How many hours are available to you to then deliver the thing that you're actually selling? Like that's not even attainable. But I know the reality is for many people who might be listening to this right now, that may be where your prices are. You picked a business model that does not align with the capacity that you have available, which is like, we got to change something up. If you decide that you want this to be a business, now if you're out here just hustling, it's like, okay, I just want to make a couple extra hundred bucks a month. I'll take on a client or two. whoop de whoop that's fine. But like, even still, that's a hard sale. That's a tough thing to do. And then you have to really look about look at it. Like, do you have, like, I don't know, you guys let me know what seems simpler. I'm going to focus on converting four clients per month at $1,000 per client. I'm going to focus on selling 80 clients per month at $50 per client. Same income objective here, $4,000 a month. You tell, you tell me which one seems simpler and you tell me which one seems crazy. And it's just basic math. And I'm not saying like, you know, and I really am a believer that if you're, you know, still working your side hustle, it's like, again, what do you have capacity for and what resources do you have available? Like you are not at a point where maybe, you know, and I'm talking about organic reach. Like what can you do organically that does not require paid advertising, does not require paid partnerships to be able to attract these leads? Because I know when I was working full time, you know, I barely had enough money to invest in coaching. I definitely didn't have enough money to like invest in paid ads or to even figure out how, how paid ads work. Like it just didn't work out. And this is what I, I'm speaking on this right now is because like I've been through this. When I was working my full-time job as an engineer, I started selling low-ticket offers. You know, coaching for me was $180 for three months. That's $60 a month for coaching. I was charging like $20 per coaching session or something, which is insane. And I was, you know, but part of that was like a fear of, you know, I lacked confidence around being able to sell at a higher ticket. And that's because I wasn't clear on my offer. I wasn't clear on what promise I delivered, like all these other things that were causing me to kind of self-sabotage and diminish myself and undervalue myself. But when I got serious and said, no, this is a business, I started treating it like a business. You need to look at like, does the validity of the business model you picked make sense? Like, is it even obtainable for you to be profitable doing that? For most of us, it's like, that don't make no sense at all. So those are some things about really what's, and that's the, the final thing about what's required after you've looked at the numbers and like, okay, I need to make a conscious decision on what business model makes sense for me based off the capacity I have available. And again, what's the simplest way for me to get to that freedom of choice? What's the simplest way for me to get in a position where I have now replaced my paycheck income from my side hustle and now I can decide how I want to move forward, whether I stay at my job, whether I quit, like you have freedom of choice at that point because money no longer is really the factor. Once you have done that, 
then it's like you have to then commit to putting in the effort. Like when you guys started your job, there was probably a career plan or like a trajectory, like a, a career pathway that would let you know that when you get to these milestone markers or when you achieve these results, you'll be able to get promoted. You'll be able to get a raise. You'll be able to make more money. Is that true for any of you guys? The same thing is true in business. And I think it's really important that like the, the truths that you hold on to in your corporate job, some of those truths are still very valid in business, right? I'm really big about how do you ramp up your revenue? Very similar to if you have a nine to five job, you don't just come in one day and like your starting salary is what it is. But then from there, it ramps up. It gradually increases. You know, you might have like a skip level opportunity where your increase jumps a lot. But like your revenue over the time of your career will gradually ramp up and you'll make more money. I have never, like that's very, very true in business too. Your revenue will gradually ramp up year over year over year. And I think it's insane for people to think like, I'm going to come into my business and I just want to make $10,000 a month and that just be consistent for forever. And it's like, okay, but how are we ramping up to get to that? Like, just like when you started at your job, there was an entry level that you started at. And that's why I say your entry level, let's just say that is replacing what your current paycheck is, four grand a month. Once you hit four grand a month, okay, how do we now gradually ramp that up? And I say gradually ramp that up because when you're building a business, you want to make sure that it's not just about how do I go make the money? Like I said before, it's like you're building a business. It's how do you now sustain the money that you're making and make sure that the operational back end of your business can actually handle and hold the growth at the pace at which you're moving. The most detrimental thing for any business is to grow too fast, where the income of clientele is coming in, but it can't actually support the delivery. Like it can't actually handle the demand. And the, 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 it's like having the Oprah effect. There's been tons of people who've been featured on Oprah's like Christmas wish list or whatever, and the businesses went out of business. Like they went bankrupt, they didn't go bankrupt, they went out of business because they couldn't handle the demand. And that's because they grew too fast. They're back in like sales and marketing is, is a forefront thing that you have to get really good at in the beginning. And once you get to a point where you've now replaced your paycheck, then you have to start working about working on what happens on the operational back end of my business. And then those two things need to be working in harmony to be able to continue to sustain the momentum and the growth. If, if the back end is failing, um, you're not going to be able to sustain the front end of the revenue. And if your mindset, you as the CEO have not evolved from like an intellectual um, and emotionally aware, like you haven't worked on your being as a CEO, there's no way that you'll be able to continue to grow it. So I think that's something that's too, it's really important is like, my biggest thing that I teach my clients, my biggest thing that I even focus on myself is how do I ramp up my revenue and ramp up my revenue in a way that's still profitable for me, but that's also still maintainable for the business, like for the health of the business. It's actually sustainable. Again, like I'm not here to get the get rich quick scheme. I don't want to just have the, the two or three months of like crazy high income. I want to create something that will last, that is manageable, that is sustainable. And that's a very different mindset that you have to have from running a, a hustle to running a business. That's a conscious decision, again, you have to make. But once you make that decision, like, again, you really have to be committed. Like, think about when you go to your job. Like, you know, I was talking to my girlfriend, um, Renee, and she was like, Jay, you know, she just made a huge move. She moved out of state. She got a new promotion. 
shout out to you if you're watching this right now, Renee. And she was like, Jay, do you ever get to a point where like, you don't feel like showing up in your business? Like, it's just hard. You don't feel motivated. Like you're completely in a slump. Like just because so much else is going on in your personal life, it's hard for you to show up in your business. And she asked that question to be very like, honest, like Jay, like, can you just keep it real with me? Have you ever felt that way? And I started dying out laughing when I read the comment because I'm like, yeah, I feel that way. Like, I feel that way all the time, especially because, you know, we just bought a new house. We're remodeling the house. I'm still living out of a suitcase. It's been two months. Like, my personal life is complete chaos. Yes, there are days where I don't want to come to work in my own business. There are days that I don't want to be a leader. There are days that I don't want to hold the responsibility of what I hold because my business is my livelihood now. Yes, that, that exists. And she was like, are you serious? And I was like, and let me know, guys, for those of you guys who are still working your nine to five or who have had a job, were there days with your job where you didn't feel like going into work? Were there days at your job where there were responsibilities that you had that like, you know what, today I just wish I wasn't, I wish I wasn't responsible. Like, did you ever feel that way in your job? Like, I don't feel like coming into work today. I don't really give two busy squats today. Like, I don't feel like being here today. You might be at work right now listening to this, feeling that. And the thing, the fact of the matter is that just like if you're running a business, there are still things that when you build a business, you're not going to want to do. There are days that you're not going to be motivated. There are going to be days where you don't feel like showing up to work. There are going to be days where I don't want anybody to see me. I don't want to go live. I don't want to come in. I don't want to get dressed. Like that happens all the time. But the thing is, but listen, for all of you guys that have a job, you still go to work. You still put your clothes on. You still show face. You still log into that conference call. You still take notes and you're still present in the meeting. You still lead the team. You still make the choice to go to work. And I think this is the last piece of what's required for you to be able to replace your salary with your side hustle is that level of commitment that you give your day job where you will show up even when you're not motivated. You will come into work even when you don't feel good. You will still be polite even when that customer or your coworker is on your last nerve. You will still like get it together. Woo-sa. Let me handle this situation. You will still get the job done. And it's interesting how people will tell me, Jack can't do live. I'm like, did you go to work today without makeup on? Yeah. Well, you were live in the flesh all day with no makeup. Why can you not go makeup now when it comes to you doing your live stream and promoting your own business? Or people will tell me, Jay, I can't do my live stream because my hair ain't done. Did you go to work today without your hair being done? Did you? Just keep it real. If you told me yes, if you came into work looking like that, that is qualified enough for you to show up on live stream and promote your business like that. Like all of those things are excuses. And I think the difference is when you have a job, your paycheck is your livelihood. You are dependent on that paycheck. So you feel and you act as if there are, there's no other choice. If I don't come to work, I don't get paid. You have to have that same level of belief and commitment when it comes to your side hustle. That if I do not show up, I will not get paid. And I think that is the last like effort piece that is truly required for you to make your side hustle like pop off. For you to be able for your side hustle to replace your salary and to surpass your salary. You have to be committed. Yeah, there's days that I'm not motivated in my business. <laughs> like, I have, like, yes, it's happened a lot more frequently in my life recently um, than it happened has happened before. But like, I still have to show up. 
You know, like there's days where like y'all see me looking a hot mess on live stream, but I'm still showing up to work. You know, that's my personal best right there. Okay. And that day, that was my personal best. That's what I had to give, but I still gave it. You know, there's days where I know I don't feel like, you know, there's days I don't feel like doing parts of my business, but it's like, if I would have done that for my job, why would I not do it for myself? And I think that's a huge difference about what's required is the level of effort that you put in and the consistency at which you put it in. You are consistent. People will tell me, Jay, I'm not consistent. I struggle with consistency. Do you go to work every day? I mean, every day you show up to work every day. You might be a couple minutes late. I know some of y'all be, I ain't gonna call you out, but you at least you go to work every day. You consistently answer that phone at your job. You consistently respond to those emails. You consistently show up to those meetings. You consistently go to work, but you tell me you can't be consistent in your business. You do not have a problem with consistency, honey. The main issue is, is that you are not committed. You are committed to your job because I think the biggest thing is that you feel as if and you believe that you have something to lose if you don't show up. If you don't perform at work, you actually have something to lose. And you need to feel and believe to the bottom of your heart, in your core, the exact same way about your business. That if I don't show up, I have something to lose. If I do not, yeah, I don't feel like it, but if I don't still do it, I have something to lose. And I think that's probably the biggest thing with You know, somebody else asked me today, like, what makes people who are successful in services that sell different from those who are not successful? I'm like, it's their commitment level, hands down, their commitment level, because there are too many people who, I don't say too many, we're doing a pretty good job screening people, but there's probably like 20 to 30% of people who enroll in services that sell that are not committed. They're in love with the idea required to actually make it happen. That they're more in love with the idea or the dream than they are with it actually being a reality. If I'm being a thousand percent honest, because that effort piece and that it's not about your consistency. You already know how to be consistent. It's your commitment. Are you going to choose to do it? Um, And are you going to choose to treat your business with the same level of integrity and respect that you give your job? There's no way people tell me, well, Jay, I want my side hustle to replace my full time income. But you're not even giving side hustle effort into your side hustle. Like you're not even giving part-time effort into your side hustle. You're giving like one hour a week, like if at best, into your side hustle. And it's like, how can you expect to earn full-time pay when you don't show up to work? You don't even show up part-time. You won't do anything. Like you're not doing anything. How do you expect to earn money from that? Like if you showed up to your job only on Monday for three hours out the day, you would not expect a full paycheck. They would have fired you by now. Your business can fire you too. Some of y'all have already been fired by your business and you don't even realize it happened. Your your business can can lay you off. (laughs) Even though it's yours, it can lay you off. So I think it's a mindset shift that you have to have that like you are employed to the business that you created. Like, and it's really like, and that's, that's a huge mindset shift I'm having to adopt is that I am employed to the business that I created. I am the CEO, but I'm also an employee of my company. And okay, so I need to be giving myself performance evaluations. How am I doing? Do I even deserve to be earning a paycheck? Do I deserve this raise that I said that I want by increasing my prices? Have I put in the effort? Like, do I deserve a corner office desk? Like, keep it real. Like, keep it real. And so I think that's the last thing about what's really required to replace your salary with your side hustle is like committing to that effort piece. 
committing to showing up even when you don't feel like it, like doing the work even when you're not motivated, investing in your personal development even when it's scary, you know, making the ask even though you're completely terrified. Like those are, it's just, it's what's required. It's not about what feels good or what I want to do. Like This is what's required for me to get this result. Am I going to do it or not? Period. So that's my little two cents for y'all today. I really hope this was helpful. I hope this helped you think differently about your situation. Um, and if you're somebody that's like, okay, Jay, I'm here with you. I'm rocking with you. I want more of you. I invite you to join my Facebook group. It's called High Ticket Sales Made Simple. You can visit jerishahawk.com backslash join. It is a community full of coaches, consultants, and freelancers who are looking for help with communicating their value. They're looking at you know paying, charging premium for their services. They're interested in raising their rates. We have a great community. We produce great content to help you start to make that transition in your business. So you can visit jerishahawk.com backslash join. It's completely free. It's a free Facebook group. So come on over and hang out with us. It means the world to me when you guys share the content. So if you're on Facebook, just share this live stream on your on your page. If you're on Instagram, screenshot this, tag me on your stories. I don't know where you at, but that's where I'm at. You know, I'm really, my thing is that not about what feels good or what I want to do, just what is required for me to make it happen. And like, that's the thing that's going in my planner every day. That's the thing on my big three for to-do list. Like what is required, right? What is required? Where do I need the support? Where do I need help? Where do I need coaching? Where do I need to show up? Where do I need to invest? Period. It's not about what feels good. What am I, what feels comfortable? No. What is required? And that's what I'm committing to. Okay, let's do it, honey. Let's do it. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, like I said, you guys can join me in my Facebook group, jerishahawk.com backslash join. Bye, y'all. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you are ready to turn your side hustle selling services into a profitable online coaching or consulting business, visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop. Within just one hour of this free masterclass, yes, free 99, you will have a proven framework to convert not just better clients, but more clients who are willing to pay top dollar consistently. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop and I will see you there.